Hello, pickleballers. Welcome to Third Shot, the podcast where we are having so much fun talking with all of you about the game that we love and growing the pickleball community. Together, we are helping grow the game across the U.S. and internationally. We have our first listeners in Belgium and Colombia. How's Ooh, that? Nice. Rush? How bad? We are international. Nice. We are. <laughs> Time to celebrate with a shot, I think. <laughs> yeah. What do I mean? What What do people drink in Belgium? What do you think the? It's got to be beer, right? It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when I, I when so. I when I yeah, it's got to be. All Definitely. Right. All right, then that's what I'm drinking. Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. I think it's funny that we call it shots, but we're drinking beers or we're drinking whatever. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It's the spirit of the shot that what really matters to all of us. I love seeing yeah. the guests and how – because like, you know, like the, the listeners, you know, they're listening. They don't get to see. Like we, we're all on camera. We're on camera with the guests. I'm behind the scenes, like, you know, just with the camera off, but always noticing that the guests really bring it when it comes to drinks. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> they've got going on. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Some people you could tell that maybe they're a little nervous being on a podcast and the shot just helps them loosen up and relax a little bit. And then other people is like, oh, yeah, we're doing shots. Let's go. You know? yeah. <laughs> I liked Kara, the nutritionist, with her um, very healthy, like immune supportive, cold right. press juice shot. That's what I need over here. Yeah, right. You get on mm-hmm. Kara's level. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Kara – yeah, you know, she was giving us some different tips about nutrition, and I've spoken to her since then and really kind of taken it to heart what she's talking about because I want to get my body in shape. I want to start trading because this year I'm going to play more pickleball tournaments. I'm going to play just more pickleball in general. And uh, I said, okay, I, I can't just let myself go, even though we're joking about drinking beers and stuff like that. I'm going to keep drinking my beers. Don't worry. You know, it, this is not going to stop it, but I am going to also kind of take care of my body a little bit and start training a little bit more. Blaze Boudreaux, who, you know, we've talked about a couple of times. He was one of our guests early on. Uh, he's put together a nice training program for me to stretch and work out at home. So I'm nice. taking it serious this year, you guys. Yeah, I love to hear that. Um, and that was kind of our New Year's resolution, right? We wanted to play more pickleball, kind of be more health conscious. Um, and, you know, playing more pickleball comes more tournaments, right? Yeah. Do you have a little announcement for us? I do. It's super exciting. We, Uncle Greg and I, will be entering in the 2023 Shamrock Open here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Woohoo! <laughs> come out, play, guest us, cheer us on. Yeah, come out and join us in Vegas. I mean, it's it's such a you know it's such a hassle. Get yourself out to Vegas. There's nothing to do <laughs> except right, for just watch boring pickleball. Except pickleball. <laughs> There's nothing to eat. There's nowhere to go out to. No shows. No nothing. Yeah, I mean, but if you can make it out, that would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, Russ, your New Year's resolution was to start playing pickleball. Exactly. Exactly. So. 
Guess what I did over the weekend? <gasps> did it happen? Know. Yeah, I went to a, a, a on a walk to a waterfall. It was beautiful. Um, oh, oh, wait, <laughs> no, the, I'm, I'm burying the, the the news here. No, I, you know, so uh, I I had to my my daughter's taking a uh, class um, at a community college. It's like so she's in high school, but she's getting these other classes, getting her foreign language thing done, right? And guess what's right next to it? A pickleball court. Oh, I thought so, it was a waterfall. <laughs> you messed me up. <laughs> I did the waterfall over the weekend, but I decided, all right, I'm going to go give this a shot. So uh, there you go. I, I'm 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 a I'm a pickleballer. Is that what yeah. we're called officially now? <laughs> yeah, you are a pickleballer, a pickler. So tell us, what was the first experience like? Well, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> oh, pickleball. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, I mean, it, 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 what's interesting is, you know, listening to this show, uh, I, I felt like I knew what I was talking about, but, um, and, and what to do, but I still had, had, you know, no idea, um, uh, that, you know, the, I'm learning the terms, but it's like, it's such a different thing when you're actually out there, like doing it. Um, it was really, it was me, you know, just trying to hit the ball and, you know, had a very kind person helping me, uh, on the other side to, to not make me look too bad. Um, and then it was also just a lot of uh, talking about the show and, and getting people to listen to it. It's like that's that's really what it was about, right? <laughs> well, you, we well, love you the did, plugs. You, you did your job. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's that's what I needed to do. You, so you, had, you, you broke the you, seal. You, you had your first run, thing. though. There, there is a lot of activity in, in in pickleball, though. Like how much you're running and how much you're getting going. Like you're you, you get out of breath pretty quick. You do. It's quite the workout. And if you have an Apple Watch, they do have a pickleball setting too. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that set up. Well, Bridgie, since we've made the official announcement that we're going to be playing in this tournament, are you doing anything different to kind of get ready for this? Well, I can't let my partner down, right? So, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming down as soon as I can. You know, we we are planning on having at least one uh, practice week before the tournament. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to come down in February and we are going to get a uh, practice weekend and we're going to get our games together. Yeah, well, on a serious note, though, I am definitely going to be increasing my training and um, trying to incorporate drills a lot more, you know, because typically I would just go out there, I'd warm up, dink around a little bit, and then just play games with people. Right. Um, And now I feel like I really got to work on those skills so that I can be consistent and feel comfortable out there and um, be really ready to uh, kind of take on what's in ahead of us. I don't even know. I'm really nervous, super excited, but this is our first like competitive tournament. Yeah. I am looking forward to it. It gives me something to really work towards and just my own psyche. I like having a goal to work towards and, you know, I think I'm like you, right? If I didn't have this tournament to look forward to, I think I'd just be going out. I'd just be playing. I wouldn't be drilling. Exactly. I wouldn't be work. You know, I wouldn't be working on my body as far as nutrition and stretching and all that kind of stuff. I just roll out and let's play, you guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is it's good for us, and I think it's good for our games. I think it's always to you know we're online all the time, 
And, you know, we're talking to people on Instagram and stuff like that. And it really inspires me because they're all saying, yeah, I'm a 3-0 and I'm going to be a 4-0 by the end of the year. Or I'm going to play in 10 tournaments this year. And, you know, I'm going out and I'm going to play one of these pro-ams. And, and I'm seeing all of these stories and interacting with these people. And I'm going, I, how can I get on this podcast and host this and not do it myself? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, Uncle. We got this. We got this. <laughs> Russ, you got this? I got this. I'll be a I'll be a one by the end of the year. Okay. Gold, baby. <laughs> you got the gold. <laughs> well, speaking of your goals, you're always trying to learn more. What should we learn more about today? All right. Well, yeah, over on my, my Learning More podcast, uh, also available here on Podbean, um, which, by the way, you, you guys, what we don't mention is the comments on Podbean. I love getting comments on Podbean. So this podcast, like you can go make some comments and, and chat with us uh, right there from the Podbean app. So if you're listening on that, like go go for that. I always think that's cool. Um, but yeah, so my podcast is Learning More and I'm always trying to learn something new. It was a New Year's resolution years ago. And um this time, I, I want to ask you guys about actually about the training. Like, what should you do every day? Because I got out of breath right away. So I, I, I have an answer to the question that I did. But what are you guys doing to like make it so that you know you can have a little more, a uh, little more oomph to finish the game and 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 keep playing? Yeah, I think it is a lot of cardio, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you've never played before. And there's a lot of movement, forward, backward, lateral movements. Um, So definitely stretch, like Uncle mentioned earlier. But to kind of get that cardio, I started playing singles because Mm. that forces you to really uh, move around on the court and get in that cardio. Um, So then when you're playing doubles, it feels so much easier because you only have to cover half the court. I thought it was shocking when Kara, our nutritionist, um, and she said that she tracks her steps. And she says when she plays singles, she doubles the amount of steps in half the amount of time of when she plays in doubles. So what Bridgie's saying is playing singles really gets you, you know, your cardio going and gets you into shape a lot more. Um, I'm trying... I'm trying to do sprints like I would, and I'm not doing like hundred yard sprints or anything like that. Right. I'm just doing these little short, like I'm guessing like 20 yards, like sprint, walk back, sprint, walk back. And it's getting, it's, I I think it's getting my cardio up for those kind of, you know, because in pickleball, it's not like you're running that far. Even if you're playing singles, you're just doing these short little, you know, back and forth, back and forth. But there's a lot of them over and over again, especially if you're playing against somebody that knows how to move you around the court. So I'm trying to do sprints and I I think it's helping me uh, with my lateral and forward backwards mobility. Nice. Okay. So I've already like what I'm doing is this is the coolest thing. And I'm going to, I think this is the first time I've ever, I've ever done this on a podcast. Did you hear the little sound there? Um, I did. I can actually... Uh, I bought a walking pad. So right here at my standing desk, I could just do walking. So I'm doing this for like an hour and a half a day and just like a little casual walk to keep the, you know, 
keep the the, the juices flowing. You know, the, the blood <laughs> the blood is not going to stop. That's awesome. <laughs> and I think it'll help. So I'm I'm trying to do this every day. I'm going to stop now because it's the weirdest thing to be doing a podcast and uh, actually talking, uh, and uh, and and walking. But yeah, I've been doing that. Um, I did that uh, yesterday today. So I'm I'm, I'm day two on this, and um, hopefully this will uh, you know build up the stamina to. So that someday I could actually compete against you guys. I'm thinking what I'm going to do is I'm going to get like 10 people on my side and then just have you two on the other side. And right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Exactly. Hey, you know what? This, I, this is totally off subject, but you just reminded me of this story. I forget who the singer is. It's, it's a female singer. I think she's in a group that does a lot of dancing. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's Beyonce. Anyway. She runs on the treadmill or she walks on the treadmill with her like heels that she would perform in and she sings. Oh, I heard this. Yeah. Who yeah. Was, I feel like it was Mariah Carey. Was it? I I think so, but my been. pop culture is not very up there. So we'll have to do some Googling <laughs> later and get back so, to you. So I'm envisioning Russ like Mariah in Carey. A, in high heels singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you always go to that, Greg? It's so weird. <laughs> well, oh, I think I know what my next learning more question is going to be. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that's uh, what's going on over uh, on that podcast is uh, always learning something. What's going on on this podcast today? Well, when we come back from break, we have a couple of guys that are so much fun. They are known to the world as the Pickle Bros. So when we come back... Everybody's going to get to know the Pickle Bros. With so many pickleball paddles out there, it can be a challenge finding the one that fits you. Enter Pickle. That's P-C-K-L. One of the fastest growing pickleball gear brands that's changing the game with paddles and balls designed for your skill level. They offer three paddles curated for three different players. Just getting started and switching from rentals? Try the Launch Series Paddle. Ready for a paddle that's more durable with an incredible grip? You need the Power Series Paddle. And if you're ready to take your game to the next level, like one of Pickle's signed pros, the Pro Series Paddle is for you. In addition to paddles, their top-rated indoor and outdoor ball options make the perfect gift for a pickleball player in your life. Pickle's excited to support the Third Shot Podcast by offering listeners a discount. Shoot us a DM and we'll get you a code to save 20% off anything from their site. Check them out at www.pckl.com. And make sure to give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Welcome back to Third Shot. We mentioned having a lot of interaction on our social media accounts on the show, and you stepped up even more with more comments, more follows, some really informative and creative posts. So thank you all for all your support. And if you haven't already done so, it's never too late to start following our show on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. Speaking of people who reached out to us on social media, our next guest did just that. Welcome to the Pickle Bros, Mark and James Snyder. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us on. We're excited to be here. Well, we are super excited to have you two on our show as well. And to start us off, um, we've got our traditional shot. Are you guys ready? Got all poured out. Let's do some shots with the bros. Here we go. Cheers, everyone. (laughs) Cheers. 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 Woo. All right. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> they don't know this was in the morning, do they? Okay. So this is 
It's 9 p.m. on a Saturday. It could be a good time of the day to take a shot with you guys, so it's cool. So to start us off, uh, Mark and James, we want to hear your pickleball story. Uh, were you athletes before, or how did you all even start with the game of pickleball? Yeah, um, my brother James and I, we were both athletes growing up. I played football, basketball, and baseball, and then football in college. And for the last kind of three or four years since my playing career has ended, I've always kind of been like, what is that next competitive outlet? Um, I played a bunch of intramural sports around here in Denver, but nothing too serious. Um, I've always heard of the sport pickleball or our uncle Paul played it pretty seriously. Um, but it wasn't until my good friend, Claire Nolan finally brought me over to our local stack at Congress park in Denver, where really I, I fell in love with the game, kind of cut my teeth learning and, um, have really just enjoyed it and playing it <laughs> ever since, um, and, uh, and been lucky enough that James moved out to Denver and we've had a blast playing together. And Mark's leaving out the part that we grew up every single night playing ping pong in our basement, <laughs> uh, which is like the only racket sport we played. Um, and we would, we would get really into it. Um, most of the time playing forever had to clean the kitchen. Um, that was always our stakes. Um, so we'd go after dinner, loser cleans the kitchen and we just loved competing against each other from that day. Um, yeah. So Mark took me out to the stack, like before I even moved here when I was looking for apartments. Um, and I think like in the car ride home, we're like, we're doing this and we're going to see how much we can play this game. Cause we love it. That is so cool. I'm curious as brothers being so competitive, you know, all those years growing up and stuff is like, what is it like being a partners because you guys are a doubles team. What's it like being partners as a, a brothers that have been competing against each other all your lives? Well, yeah, we're both super competitive, which is why we love the game. Um, but we're also super team oriented. So when he's on my team, we absolutely love each other. Um, and it's great. Mark always says we can't really get mad because we have to drive home together anyway. Um, so we figure it out. When we mix in our singles matches, there's a lot less talking at the end. So <laughs> that was kind of the difference. That is true. Losing to your little brother in a singles match will definitely lead to a, a couple minutes there of uh, some quiet time. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's, it's been awesome. We, uh, we're super supportive. Um, you know, we know that we kind of have to be because we want each other to do well. And I think we also know what each other needs to hear. Um, so if I'm in a slump on the court, James knows to, to gas me up, um, and vice versa. And I think we just kind of try to build each other's confidence up. Cause we know that when we're at the top of our game, um, we can be pretty darn good. Well, James, you had, you had mentioned that you played a lot of team sports. We, we heard what Mark's uh, athletic background was like, what was your athletic background? And did you guys ever play any sports together? So we never really played at the same time because we were four years apart. Um, so we were always just like at different times in high school and college. Um, my biggest sport was volleyball. Um, I'm repping my Indiana club volleyball. So I played club volleyball at Indiana University for the last four years. So you guys must be tall. We are. um, I'm 6'4", and uh, I still always call him my little brother, but you can't tell sitting down. James is standing 6'6", so we always like to say we look good coming off the bus (laughs) when it comes time for for our doubles games. So you all have that reach, that reach into the kitchen, huh? Yeah, we we hear that same, like, three cliches every time we play, (laughs) but A... Don't lob them. B, you must be brothers. And like C, you must <laughs> really have a good reach. Uh, <laughs> so, 
yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's very helpful, I think, just it cuts down a lot of angles and stuff. Having that like reach and taking most balls out of the air, honestly, is really helpful too to speed the game up. Yeah, it sounds like you all practice a lot. Um, so what are you two doing to take your game to that next level? Because uh, it really sounds like you're wanting to, you know, increase your skills and kind of play at that higher level of pickleball. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that James and I try to do is just be honest with each other about like where we can get better and what our weaknesses are. So we'll be pretty transparent, um, whether it's working on backhand, working on dinks, working on me being better at overheads. Like we do try to be pretty supportive and be like, hey, these are things that we noticed from either playing each other or when we finish up a game where our teammate can either get better um, and then from there, we've tried to just really encourage our, ourselves to actually set aside time to drill. Um, obviously, it's so fun to go out there and play. And so we've developed a little bit of a routine um, that James can kind of go into a little bit more of kind of like some of our favorite drills. But I think the biggest thing that we do is within these drills is we're always competing and keeping score no matter what the drill is. And I think that's been really fun in terms of making us stay focused and making us used to playing under pressure. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's funny because like we're both very, you know, we've played sports our whole lives. We don't particularly or know that much about pickleball drills. So we kind of make them up. Um, but everything we do is very uh, <laughs> applicable to the game. So we'll always do like, you know, dink battles, got to keep it inside the kitchen line, first to three and just really focus on that. We go like left to right, right to left front front um, right on each other and then you know we'll do our all of our drop drills things like that and then like hands battles and stuff so we've kind of like circled down like the drills we like they are you know we really should get some books and stuff and learn some real ones but um, they're super fun and we are always competing. Yeah, you guys have a great Instagram account where you're you're posting videos and stuff like that. I want to I want to see some of those uh, hand battles between the two of you when you're drilling. That's going to be fun to watch with the two big guys up at the net just smashing on each <laughs> other. That <laughs> that is must see TV right there, or must see podcasting and must see uh, social media television right there. So. Yeah, that is our goal. We definitely want to start bringing out a, a phone more to record some of our games and, and points because we always end by saying like, oh my gosh, those were some awesome points. Um, so definitely stay tuned because we definitely want to keep uh, keep the Instagram with some exciting highlights from our games and also showcase a lot of our friends that we play with because it's not just the two of us hitting cool shots. It's a lot of our friends and training partners that are also hitting some awesome shots. So how often are you guys going out there and training? Because, well, first of all, tell me a little bit about like, where do you think you're at as far as, you know, are you a 3-5, you 4-0s, you 4-5s, you know, where do you think you're at? Where do you want to go and how you know, how long do you think it's going to take to get there? What is it going to take to get there? Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to this. Pickleball is so exciting because every single day, every minute, every point, you feel like you're getting better at the game. So it's always energizing in that way. Um, so we're both four or five months in and, you know, I like literally had no idea how to play the game. And now I feel like we're kind of pushing that 4-0 level and um, want to kind of break through that barrier to start playing in really competitive tournaments. Um, the goal is to be professional pickleball players. Um, and we do not think that's an unreasonable goal within the next two to three to four years. Um, and that's what hypes us up every day is that, you know, we are not there yet and we get humbled a lot and we get smashed on a lot, but it doesn't mean <laughs> we're not getting better. Um, and it's just so exciting to see the improvement we've shown, like just from, you know, September to January. Um, 
It's awesome. So how often are you guys training? We are getting out there as much as we can within our work schedules. Um, James is a consultant, so he's been traveling a little bit more. But whenever we're together um, on weekends, we're always playing. I can have a little more flexibility. So I'm out there probably three, four, five times a week um, during the week. Um, and whenever I go out there, especially when James and I can be together, we're usually there two to three hours, whether it's at our local stack, whether it's at these local courts, or recently we've been going to what's called the pickle pub in Denver, which has indoor courts for the couple snow days we've had here in Denver. So definitely trying to go out as much as we can. Um, and, uh, it feels like on a day when we don't play, it's kind of like, ah, should have gotten out there. (laughs) So James, when you are traveling for work, are you able to bring your pickleball paddles with you so you can kind of see other courts and um, other cities and meet up with some other pickleball people? Yeah, I really should be getting more organized. Um, This is actually, you know, I'm pretty new to the gig, so I'm still kind of feeling out where I'm going to have time to do that. Um, But I'm always like, shoot, I should have brought my paddle and figure that out. Um, I said, Bridget, I'm going to be in Las Vegas this week. So maybe uh, if you know of any good courts, like, we can go hit the ball around. I don't know. I'm up for that. There are plenty of outdoor courts here to play at. Indoor is a little bit tougher, but our weather is okay to be outside. And if you don't bring your paddle, I've got plenty to share. We might have to get some, uh, we might have to get some video or pictures of that for our uh, social media. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know the two of you have even more aspirations of where you want to take pickleball. We got to take a quick break, but when we come back, let's talk about some of the other things that you want to do besides, you know, work your way towards being a pro. So uh, let's take a fast break. And when we come back, we will have Mark and James Snyder, the Pickle Bros. With so many pickleball paddles out there, it can be a challenge finding the one that fits you. Enter Pickle. That's P-C-K-L. One of the fastest growing pickleball gear brands that's changing the game with paddles and balls designed for your skill level. They offer three paddles curated for three different players. Just getting started and switching from rentals? Try the Launch Series Paddle. Ready for a paddle that's more durable with an incredible grip? You need the Power Series Paddle. And if you're ready to take your game to the next level, like one of Pickle's signed pros, the Pro Series Paddle is for you. In addition to paddles, their top-rated indoor and outdoor ball options pick the perfect gift for a pickleball player in your life. Pickle's excited to support the Third Shot Podcast by offering listeners a discount. Shoot us a DM and we'll get you a code to save 20% off anything from their site. Check them out at www.pckl.com. And make sure to give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Welcome back to Third Shot Podcast, where Uncle Greg and I are spreading our love and passion for pickleball and trying to build the community. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check out our website at thirdshotpodcast.com. And if you aren't already following, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. Um, And if you haven't listened already, we are on Spotify. You can go ahead and subscribe and rate five stars. Five stars. We are back here. Five stars. Five stars. We are (laughs) joined here today by James and Mark Snyder, the Pickle Bros. All right, guys. You know what time it is. It's time for third shot. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. The second one was a little bit easier than the first. <laughs> Are they getting better and better as, as the show goes on, right? You're feeling looser, feeling refreshed. A little looser now. Nice, nice. 
Well, before the break, we were kind of talking a little bit about, you know, your aspirations of going pro at some point and, you know, moving up from the 4-0 level to, you know, that pro level, which is a big jump and it takes a lot of practice. And I think it's, you know, pretty common. Like a lot of our listeners are kind of in the same boat you are. Like if they could make a career out of pickleball, like that would be the ideal because we all love it. We're all passionate about it but can we do it? Right. And, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and it looks like you guys are putting in the time and putting in the effort uh, to get to that level. So, you know, hands off to you guys. That's, that's fantastic. Um, and in getting to know you guys though, I also know that you want to do more than just become pros. You want to do other things in the pickleball world. Uh, tell us a little bit about what your aspirations are. Yeah. I think starting with just kind of the idea of pickle bros is this idea of just creating kind of fun, engaging content that people can relate to. Um, I think we kind of pride ourselves on, I'm trying to be people that are welcoming, fun to play with and kind of our, our positive influences in the pickleball world. We try to really encourage our friends or, or new players um, to get into the sport. And so with Pickle Bros, I think we want to just create a space where we can kind of share our journey, right? Encourage others to take that step to, you know, sign up for that first tournament, continue to get better, kind of show people that you can go from not knowing the sport to playing it pretty seriously if that's what you want. Um, and then create kind of content that people can relate to um, and will enjoy. So whether that's informational videos, you know, just talking about our experience playing in different tournaments and things. Um, I think that's kind of where we want to start. Um, but I think it kind of expands to a lot more than that. And, um, I think we have some other ideas, um, of what it can look like too. So James, tell us a little bit about what you want to do with it, uh, besides just getting at the tournament level. Yeah, I think, you know, we started this account basically like two or three weeks into when we started playing and it was kind of just a, a catalyst to get us to take it seriously and also be able to share the journey. Um, and I think the idea is just to grow, like with anything, you know, the bigger you, the platform you have, the bigger impact for change you can make for whatever purpose that is. Um, and that's what we're excited about hopefully doing down the line. Um, we have a lot of ideas about hopefully expanding into mental health charity and uh, mental health awareness stuff. Um, but the first step is always building a platform to be able to share, um, you know, no one could do anything alone. So this seemed like a really great outlet for us to have a bunch of fun and to hopefully one day be big enough where people will listen to what we have to say. I love hearing the philanthropic aspect of it, um, especially dealing with mental health challenges and making sure that people are taking care of their mental wellness. Um, what is that going to look like as far as partnering with another organization? Um, is it going to be tournaments or something else? Yeah, um, I think there's a, like a few fold. You know, I think one is just monetary value and hopefully, you know, having our ideas to start selling merch and stuff that could be pretty cool and donating proceeds and profits to a, to a notable charity of sorts. Um, I think also is just the fact of playing the game. I think there is like no greater game that is better for your mind than pickleball. And I have a few reasons for that. Um, but I think it's such a great way to get your competitive outlet, which is really important, um, to stay active, which is really important. And then the game itself, right? It requires you to be so focused and calm, yet at the same time so intense and like energetic that it's really just uh, just therapeutic when you play, um, which is really super, super, super cool. Uh, maybe down the line, you know, using the platform to create more formal charity events and, you know, 
hosting tournaments that could also bring in monetary value and stuff to to grow the brand and obviously donate. Yeah, and I just want to add on to it too because I have seen the benefits of how pickleball has helped somebody um, who is dealing with some mental health problems um, and and how great it can be to kind of pull them out of it and to give them something else to focus on. Um, Something else too is the social aspect of pickleball and how that develops a community, which can also be beneficial for your mental health. So, you know, I love hearing that and whatever we can do to help as well, please always reach out to us because um, I'd love to be a part of that too. Yeah. And I just totally, totally agree. And it's like when I first moved here to Denver, you know, moving stressful, starting work stressful, you know, finding a community stressful and pickleball was just always that outlet that I turned to and when no matter what happened, um, could go play and have fun. And um, so I'm just, that just was so awesome to have. And I hope other people can have that too. I got to share a quick story. I was playing yesterday and I was playing doubles with a guy that I'd never met before, but uh, he was telling me that he has a very stressful job. In fact, he's a, um, he's a first responder. So he has a super stressful job and he uses pickleball to kind of help him unwind and relax. And we were playing a, a doubles point and like he let a ball just go right by him. Like he didn't even move. And he looked at me and he goes, Oh, Greg, I'm so sorry. I started daydreaming about my job and I was like <laughs> thinking about something that just happened yesterday and I, w- I wasn't even looking at the ball anymore. So it, it is something that, you know, people that are in stressful lives and stressful careers, it does so much for them. And they go, uh, you know, getting out there is that release that they didn't have before they started playing pickleball. And I think it's so important because as Bridgie was saying, you know, we, we both know a bunch of people that, you know, have anxieties, not just stress from work, but have real anxieties that pickleball has really helped their lives. And, um, you know, for at least a few hours, it, it takes their mind off of things and it allows them to relax and just brings joy to their lives. And I think it's so important that, you know, we can kind of uh, expand that and, and help more people, um, that are dealing with anxieties or depression or just stress like the four of us deal with, um, you know, just to get out there and enjoy their lives a little bit more. So so one of the other things that, that you had mentioned is you guys might go into coaching. I, I actually was a college football coach before I moved out to Denver. And so I've always kind of admired the uh, or had an interest in, you know, helping others in whatever capacity that takes. Um, and as we get more and more serious with pickleball. Um, I kind of find myself almost naturally wanting to, you know, encourage others with tips or drills. I brought out some of my best friends who were new to the game and, and had a blast just teaching them the basics and the rules um, and being supportive and, and all of that. And I think if we are to become more and more serious with pickleball, I think it's a great space for us to, you know, spread the game um, spread the ways in which we think the game is positive to others, as we've discussed, and also kind of just like help, you know, us maybe generate a source of income, find a way to continue to practice, get access to courts, but then also maybe have the opportunity to travel and coach would be an awesome goal. As the game becomes more and more global, um, you see more and more opportunities to do that. And I think if we are to become really serious with it, it would be an incredible experience. That's all very exciting. Um, we've been fortunate to meet a couple of instructors f- from our podcast um, episodes. And so we know the amount of time and energy that takes. So 
kudos to the two of you for adding that to your long list of things that Pickle Bros is doing together. Yeah, we are definitely biting off a lot. And so we're going to see kind of how this thing continues to form as we go forward. But there's nothing wrong with dreaming big. Um, I think that's definitely where the both of us are right now. You know, Bridgie and I were both competitive athletes uh, growing up and into our adult careers. Um, And we kind of saw some of the skills that we took from our sports that really translated really well into pickleball. But we didn't play football and we didn't play volleyball. Uh, What did you kind of bring in from those two sports that's really helping you in your pickleball career? I think for me, um, playing football in college, obviously the sports are really different. But I think the ability to stay calm under pressure is probably the biggest similarity. Um, Because I think as the game gets more and more competitive or you find yourself in competitive situations – the people that I think are successful obviously have the basic skills to be competitive at that level, but also just have the mental fortitude to hit the right shot at the right time, not let previous shots dictate the next one, and ultimately just making smart decisions on the court that are going to lead to the best results. So I think that's the biggest thing that I think is in terms of a similarity, even though there are different sports, it's that ability to make calm decisions under extreme pressure um, and not let that pressure dictate you negatively um, as you can sometimes see happen. I don't think we've hit extreme yet, but that's the goal. That is um, we do put ourselves under extreme pressure in our casual pickup games at the stack because that's the kind of people we are. That is true. Um, yeah, I mean, for volleyball too, I, I think a big thing, volleyball is like a very uh, momentum-based sport too, like, you know, momentum and energy and all that stuff, which I love. And if you see me play, I'll be like shouting on the court a lot, which some people don't like in pickleball, which I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Like some people get mad when you're like, you're calling, well, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But um, also like, you know, the whole blocking thing, I was a blocker. So mm-hmm. like, that's why I love hands battles at the net. Let's just find that very natural. Let's be like, all right, ball, block, ball, block, ball, block, um, that kind of stuff. And volleyball is very complicated rotations, as some people might know. So when we were learning to stack, I was almost like over-prepared um, because I was like, no, like it, we have to be like to the left or the right. And like I was used to having like six people on the court. It's just like, no, it's like that person just has to return the ball. And that's it. That's like the only rule. So. Um, I don't know. I was like overprepared for stacking, which honestly was probably a fault of mine. <laughs> so, so which one do you guys play forehand when you stack? I play forehand when we stack so far. That's kind of been our strategy. How do you guys decide who is going to be forehand in your stack? I think we just were thinking about like complementary strengths. Um, you know, I think I have a strong drive forehand. James has a really good backhand at the net and so can cut off balls if they're trying to go back cross court to me. Um, and I also just think it's really intimidating having a six six guy there on the backhand side up at the net. Um, and so it kind of creates this illusion of you really have no great place, I think, to put the ball. Um, you know, James and I are really similar, and we, I think, are share a lot of similar strengths. Um, but so far, that strategy has been working out for us. Um, I don't know what you think, James. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think when we were first thinking about it, and just like stacking in general, um, I was just like, it, it doesn't make sense to me that we're like you would always play 50% on each side because someone somewhere has some comparative advantage, right? For like any team. So 
Um, and that's what we were talking about. And it was like, we're not sure where that advantage is, but that's kind of where we landed. So Mark's always had that good drive and I've always had that backhand block um, at the net. And those were always our two best skills. So that's kind of how we put that together. Um, and I also am a sucker for the ATP. So I like to be on that. <laughs> Mark knows this. I will go for an ATP. Even if I have no chance, just in case I hit it right. <laughs> well, that's a really great insight because Uncle and I play mixed doubles together, but we haven't yet tried stacking. So we may need to reevaluate our strategies. What do you think, Uncle? Yeah, our next drill session, maybe we can mess around with it and figure out, you know, which way we want to go with it and whether it's an advantage or not. I mean, we do really well playing not stacking. Uh, you know, our games kind of lend itself well to each uh, each other. We're pretty versatile. We have all around games. So I don't know. It's going to be fun to try, though. Yeah. And we don't have a 6-6 six, six person out there between the two of us. Well, so we, I don't know. I mean, if I got on, <laughs> if, if you got on my shoulders, we might be 6-6. Six, six. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and we might oh, have that. Yeah. It's like I almost uh, yeah I think also at like a lower level it doesn't make as much we usually just try to stack you know in tournaments and stuff but when we're playing like pickup like get reps on both sides is really important um, and you know it's usually also only on serve because on serve it's just like there's no like messing around it's very easy and as soon as you like start stacking on receive it's like it's a little complicated and teams can take advantage of you pretty easily if you're not sharp on it so I don't know. Teach their own. Well, well, definitely. Well, we'll look uh, for you and uh, some videos on how you're doing on your stacking or non-stacking. Uh, yeah. So how can people watch your your content and find you guys? Yeah, the biggest thing is follow us at pickle underscore underscore bros on Instagram. That's where we are now. Um, follow us, DM us, um, let us know things you'd like to see. Um, we're definitely going to be posting a link to, to this podcast and hopefully as we continue create more and more fun and funny content that people find enjoyable. We want to share our experiences playing in tournaments um, and kind of create this, you know, atmosphere of, you know, pickleball can be fun, but shouldn't be taken too, too seriously. Uh, But also we want to create content that people will enjoy. So whether that's instructional videos, right, we'll definitely do a video on how to stack the advantages to that. Um, I'm going to make a video hopefully soon about, you know, tips for entering your first tournament. So we want to kind of help people that are in a similar place to us, kind of new to this game and learning more about the game and kind of going from not knowing the rules to playing in tournaments like we are and how you can kind of take that step. Yeah, and I've seen your Instagram. You two already have a lot of great content on there. And we are super excited to see what's in store for you. And we'll be keeping an eye out because we heard it here first. Y'all are going pro. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do this, guys. 2028 Olympics in LA. It's going to be the first year with pickleball. Check us there. Hopefully pro before that. We got to get, we got to get a little third shot logo on, on your shirts or, you know, somewhere, somewhere, (laughs) right. Get some co-branding going on. And we'll talk to our business managers, which is just us. (laughs) And James, we definitely want to see some content from Vegas when you're down there. Yeah, maybe I'll meet see Bridgie and we'll, we'll play a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're, we're also looking at that tournament, which could be fun too. Yeah, we'll see each other uh, at tournament in March, so that'll be a lot of fun. So thanks again for coming on the show, and, and thank you for joining us on Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. Special thanks to the Pickle Bros for coming on with us and kind of sharing what 
their story is and their aspirations of where pickleball is going to take them. We can't wait to see uh, where you go. You're definitely going to be coming on again to, to help us. Um, so, you know, when you have a chance, please go on to our thirdshotpodcast.com website where you're going to find a whole bunch of information about, you know, our past shows, different uh, blogs, uh, photos. We got so much content on there. We really appreciate you going on there. So let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast.